Welcome to the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 10. This is just a tremendous episode. We had the opportunity to talk with the co-founders for Guitars for Glory, an awesome organization that's uh, based in Rochester, New York. As many of you know, I had the opportunity to go over there and just hang out and be a part of their uh, their first event, which was just so cool. They raised over $10,000 to be able to send instruments all over the world to people who desperately need them. So Ben and I had the opportunity to talk with Jeff, Johnny, and Josh, and it was just, just a really cool conversation, and I know you're going to absolutely love this so please hang in there listen to all of it there's so much good stuff and make sure to head over to guitarsforglory.com and check out everything they're about here we go I guess the, the background is, um, you know, we've only been around about four months, but essentially how it started was kind of stemmed or birthed out of a trip that I went on to Peru um, two summers ago. And when we were there, I, I went with the, the Browncroft, which is our church youth group of about 60 students and uh, 12 leaders. So there's a, it was a large group. But when we went there, we spent one specific day in a um, in a town, a small town. It took it was about 20 miles off the beaten path on dirt roads, and uh, we took some trucks out there and we brought a couple of guitars. But in that section of the community, that corner of that community, it's really known for um, the population is known for a high volume of people with suffering from AIDS, and so they're kind of treated like lepers there and. They put them all in the corner of this town in these really pretty gross houses. Um, even to them, it's gross. You know, like they, they, people in that area, even in the wealthier parts, their houses aren't, you know, anything that we would ever look at here in the states and say that's a house. I mean, it's they're like shacks and, and garages. Um, so we went and did some ministry with the uh, a couple that probably in their upper 40s, lower 50s, um, a Peruvian couple that ministers to that corner of the town, and they both have AIDS as well. So really a lot of them, the only hope that they have is in their faith, um, and they're known for that part of the town as building into the other people around there that have AIDS. And so they're trying to teach them the gospel and um, just love on them and spend time with them. And a lot of what their ministry has been, um, aside from taking care of themselves, has been um, just sitting around and singing worship songs. And the people with AIDS in the community who aren't believers, they don't really care what you're singing. Um, they just get encouragement from, you know, whatever's, whatever can kind of take their mind off of the situation that they're in. So, yeah. Uh, this couple was doing a lot of singing and sitting around and, and um, singing worship tunes, and they didn't have a guitar. So when we were there, we brought a couple guitars and left them there. And really, they they weren't super expensive guitars. They were probably 150 to 200 dollars with the case. You know, nothing nothing by our standards that would be great. Yeah. And so we left them there, not really thinking it's going to do a whole lot. But um, when I returned from the states and started receiving emails from them maybe once every two or three months uh the feedback that we got for how much 
you know, a single acoustic guitar changed not only their musical experience, but their worship experience really um, was touching. You know, it was obviously nothing that we did as a group or I did as a, as a you know, as a short-term missionary, but um, to see the life change it spurred on, and even now two years later, like the day of the event, when you were here, mm-hmm. um, right, we got an email from them, or I got an email from them just randomly. They didn't know we were having an event saying, you know, this guitar has really been the, the a huge catalyst to our worship experience. So huh. um, that's how the vision for this kind of started, but it, it's gotten much bigger as Jonathan and um, Josh and I have, you know, become the co-founders and really made it personal to each of us based on life experiences. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's impressive. So tell me about uh, the event. Like, how, what what kind of prep work did you do for that? How did you go about like booking people for it? What was the the initial vision for it? Yeah, the event. Um, I mean, we really we wanted to have. Uh, there's you know there's something that we do around here actually called Flower City Work Camp, which is um, this thing where youth groups from all over in Rochester, New York. Uh, it started as like I, don't, I think it went about 25 years uh, is is how long it's been going after this, these last couple of years. But basically, it's where a bunch of students from youth groups come in and fix up houses in the city. And there's like now about almost up to 800 to a thousand students. Um, they had to split it up to like an east and a west side because it started getting so big, which is sweet. And they'll fix up houses and then at night go to like basically a night rally where there's a speaker for the week and, and there's um, worship. And it's like a whole week-long thing. Kids give up their spring break and all that. So so from that, um, you know, they, both Josh and Jeff, have done a lot on the east side with leading worship, and I've done a lot on the west side of Rochester leading worship for that uh, area. And so I know after this year, it was like a thing where these guys had led on the east side and it was like wanted to get a a worship night kind of going and from there it was like oh let's get this event you know close to here where uh, you had come out ryan at uh and done this this worship service and also it was like oh let's that's kind of where the, the idea started building towards you know guitars for glory and yeah. what's the cause behind this event are we just having this like worship night you know and and some worship bands playing that's it and it turned into more like we need a vision behind this, and that's I know where a lot of this started started rolling. And um, so, as far as booking people, you know, it was kind of like we wanted to do all of this within just a couple months. And so, it's an outdoor amphitheater. We were getting food trucks booked. Um, we wanted to have like four bands. It's a place where a couple thousand people are able to fit, and we wanted it to be really as great of a thing as it possibly could be to just have a, a solid night of worship as well as it kind of be like the rally around Guitars for Glory. It was kind of funny how actually um, it started as this event and we we're also going to initially send out a certain amount of guitars. Like we wanted to send like 100 guitars uh, by the time this event came and, and the money from this event, do that. And then uh, it actually turned like on its side, like did a 180 and we are like, Actually, we're a lot more focused on sending guitars now, and now we have this event, and we're doing this event as like the rally behind Guitars for Glory. Yeah. So 
it's kind of sweet. It was really cool to see like the seed that God planted in what was seemingly just a worship night and just a really a passion for worship leaders to to want to worship together as a community as a city and it turned into really turn into guitars for glory um and so to see what god did through that and bring a much larger vision you know um than than we had thought so yeah. um so as far as you know practically we were we were looking at all kinds of bands to play. I mean, because we only had a couple months to plan this, a lot of a lot of bands we were asking were either leading at their church Sundays or already on tour. Um, we were thankfully lucky to get Brian Campbell. Um, he was uh, he was great. You know, he's such a great guy. Yeah. Um, as well as we had three, you know, Josh and Jeff both led a band, as well as I did and and another girl locally. So um, it really with volunteers having like 25 volunteers and we couldn't have done you hear that a lot you couldn't do it without your volunteers and we i mean we saw that through and through you know so um it was nothing another other than the hand of god to when the event came and we had what five to seven hundred people show up yeah, I think and, the total was 575 or 579 yeah and people in and out throughout the day and um you know, so and by the end of the night, we had we had raised what about ten thousand dollars total of of all funds. So it was like it was certainly a blessing. That's awesome. Um, it was cool to see. I, I think the cool thing about the event too was that it wasn't just uh, people in the in the community that were uh, believers mm-hmm. and, and active church goers. It yeah. was really we planted it right in the middle of the city where it's known to have a lot of events at this place, and every Sunday there's a concert series, and we've got a lot of people that, that don't usually go to church to the events, mm-hmm, yeah. and hearing your feedback and them rally around this cause that is is very much uh, something they could buy into and believe in, and it was really cool to see a whole network of people uh, kind of come together in that way sure. as well. Yeah. So yeah. I remember Josh, he told me a funny story about um, one of the guys you got to talk to on the radio and how it turned into an opportunity to share Jesus. Would you mind sharing that? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a guy, they call him the Howard Stern, Howard Stern of Rochester, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, say, yeah. pretty much. Uh, he's pretty crass, pretty dirty. Um, and, you know, about five, let's say five minutes or so before we go on, he's like, oh, just one of you, please. Not all three of you. And so somehow I was kind of put there. And, um, you know, he said, one thing that you guys never told me before this was that it's a Christian thing. We're like, well, yeah, we're all Christian guys, but really, I mean, we're not just sending <laughs> instruments, you know, to churches only. There's other communities that can benefit from this, like hospitals and orphanages. Um, and certainly, as believers, we, we are very upfront about that and want to also help, you know, equip the world for worship um which was really interesting because i think that caught him off guard and uh he had a couple plastic jesuses on his desk. <laughs> a couple like 20. Yeah, yeah i mean he had he had a black jesus he had um you know like rastafarian jesus yeah, like, yeah, two-headed jesus oh he had a mom yeah yeah that was good i mean it was it was really bizarre so it was kind of one of those things where we're thinking or at least i'm sitting there thinking okay god you got to use this for something, and um, and, and I think if, if nothing else, hopefully um, people knew about the event, um, and, and how can you argue the fact that these guitars are going to help the less fortunate? I mean, there's really nothing beyond that, and that's that's really what mm-hmm. what our faith is about too. Is is 
um, you know, more times in the Bible it says help the poor than anything else. And if we can go in there and, and help the poor somehow, or we can be um, somebody that helps with that or, or a catalyst that, that God can use, then, um, you know, I think that, that that's a good message that really we can follow through on our faith in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it's cool to have that opportunity. Cool. Yeah, so you raise the money. Do you guys know, like, are there a few specific places you know for sure where some of these guitars are going? Yeah, so the one really cool thing about this is not only have we been receiving the funds to send guitars, so Jonathan and I walked up to um, Andy's Fab Year, who's helping us get the guitars through Fender, and ordered 15 brand-new guitars, some acoustic, some, um, some acoustic electric with cases. The really neat thing is we've been having a lot of um, personal conversations with people that were either at the event or found our website or seen us at church that are donating instruments that have a lot of sentimental value to them as individual musicians. Um, and some of these instruments are really nice. Um, so we're getting like, you know, custom bases in and wow. um, like 25th anniversary acoustic guitars from different brands huh. that we're thinking, man, we could, we could probably sell these and fund, you know, five guitars. Sure. Um, it's really cool that people are starting to feel very involved and adding a personal touch is that they have this personal sentimental experience with this instrument that they're donating themselves that they can then see um, because of the way that we keep them connected with uh, the recipients that, okay, this person is being affected by the very same guitar that really helped change my life. Hmm. Um, so that's, that's really neat. So a lot of, um, we're getting additional donations that we're not quite sure where they're going um, quite yet, but we also have a list that we know that the, the, the guitars that were funded are heading to, uh, one went to Paraguay, one, you know, some are going to South Africa, um, some are going back to Peru, and then Jonathan has a really kind of a cool story of, of something that happened locally that mm-hmm. you can touch on. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because what's sweet is, you know, a lot of times, like, we start these kind of things, and it's like, all right, we're going to send these to Nigeria, and we're going to send these to, uh, you know, Venezuela, and you have all these global opportunities, and what has been cool is that we've, um, even off the start, we've had some local opportunities, and my, my both of my parents are uh, college, they're on college campus, college missionaries, you know, full-time supported, that's what they do, and um, they have some interns as well um, going through the ministry and going to, you know, full-time support, and really it's like they're calling on people to, hey, you know, support them full-time, and there's one couple that has, um, they're finishing their master's, they just, they have a one-year-old, they're um, trying to become full-time supported missionaries, as well as in the mission that, uh, the organization that my parents work for, they're also the, basically the worship leaders, and there's like a large group meeting on campus every Tuesday night, and they head up the worship, they schedule the bands, and and, um, it's a really cool thing on such a secular campus to have an hour of really a a kind of unique sort of church service if you want to say but you know geared towards a college crowd it's pretty cool but um so this guy that is ahead of that and doing that actually had his he had his guitar in his car and he was going into the college for something and it was thing where he was in and out of the school all day and he got his car broken into and his guitar stolen and him and his wife are 100% at a spot where, you know, they do not have an extra 
dime to even spend on, you know, let alone spending on a guitar. They're trying to like get a loaf of bread. You know what I mean? So, um, this happened maybe two weeks ago where, um, they had, he had gotten his guitar stolen. And I think that same, it was the same week, maybe within a couple of days that, um, we had gotten a guitar in that had a, uh, a pickup in there, you know, and, um, totally like one that was ready for to give to this guy you know and totally something that god knew what was going to happen and knew how to fill the need you know like he always does and um and so we were able to give our first guitar away like about a week ago and um totally bless this guy that you know it, it was it was amazing to being able to really see like hand over to somebody that wow there is a need here there's no way this guy can get a guitar. He wants to use it for God's glory. He needs it, and and we're able to provide it. So, so God's God's providing in ways, you know, such in the start before we're even sending guitars out. You know, um, it's been pretty cool. So that's neat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's what's coming up next for you guys? What's on the horizon? Well, I think what we're what we're trying to do is after the event that was kind of our our launch party our coming out party if you will and uh really saying here we are and this is what we're doing um so uh one is is you know getting hooked in with with different events uh like that jonathan's going to uh participate in mm -hmm. with you guys and um also we're, we're just trying to define ways that people can get involved because i think it goes beyond just donating guitar uh there's you know strings uh, that need to be sent to these places. There's the follow-up, training these people once they have instruments, um, kind of seeing that through and finding ways to see that through, like, you know, strategic partnerships like this. And then um, also, you know, guitar placement. Do you have a community that's that, or a person that is in need of it, um, identifying those places? Um, and, and so there's many different ways to get involved, mm -hmm. not just one. So we're mm -hmm. trying to just really get the word out and uh, I think we're going to be shooting a video um, that kind of goes beyond what our other video was yeah. and gets a little bit more into the message. Um, I know it'd be great to have, um, you know, kind of a little mini music piece that people could get into. Um, we're even brainstorming over ideas of if some of these people have music that they've written with guitars that they've provided, if there's a way to distribute music that they've written uh, somehow. And, and kind of use that as a way to say, you know, show what, what's come about uh, the guitars being in the community. So mm -hmm. just trying to find ways to grow it and and uh, utilize what what God has built even further. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, a lot of guitar placement right now. I mean, we're even getting together a like an application process to say, you know, for not even just for like missionaries, or orphanages, or schools, whatever, to fill out, but even people saying, hey, I know this person who could use a guitar in this country or locally and here's how they need it here's why they need it just to get you know sort of uh right now it's been like things have happened really fast and we've been keeping up with what's going on yeah. and um so now trying a little bit to like stay ahead of of all the things coming in and and people coming to us you know being ready kind of ready for that so um taking taking some steps that yeah. way you know so. I think we're, a lot of our focus probably over the next month or so is we, we've, you know, for this first three months, we really, we have a solid team around us. We have a really solid team. But I think a lot of what people are starting to realize is that 
it's becoming a much bigger responsibility um, with a lot of work to do that that we're needing more people who have more time and have you know the really the passion and the, and the fire in their hearts to, to move this forward so yeah. um, a lot of our time spent now is figuring out who those people are going to be from you know for this next year and um, also with I think even the emails that are coming in for people that are wanting to partner with us just determining if these you know who is the who sh- who we should be partnering with and having discernment there yeah. um, and keeping up with the emails that are coming in because mm-hmm. we'll go you know have 10 new emails in our inbox and Jonathan, Josh and myself all have access to it so we're just trying to determine who's gotten back to who mm-hmm. and um, who we need to be getting back to yeah, yeah. Um, but there's what's really neat is we've had a lot of opportunities for larger worship groups that actually tour that want to tie um, a greater mission to um, to what they're doing so they're leading worship and, and bringing glory to God that way but also tying a charity to their to their tour yeah. and presenting our materials at their tables so just determining you know do we do that with three or four people mm-hmm. um, how do we how do we make sure that we're all on the same page as far as vision is concerned and sure um, and stuff like that so just kind of a lot of regrouping mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. yeah well, cool. Appreciate you guys uh, chatting with us. Is there? Uh, I guess we can point everybody to you, your website, right? Is it like what's uh, your, yeah? So guitarsforglory.com. We'll have a link there in the show notes for this episode. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. thanks again, guys, for chatting with us. Man, yeah. thanks for having us. Sure. Yeah, thanks very much. Again, if you'd like more information about Guitars for Glory, head to guitarsforglory.com. You can also go to thechurchcollective.com and look up this podcast, and we'll have links for everything that they mentioned there. Again, if you uh, have been over to iTunes, we would love it if you'd be able to give us a rating or a review. It really helps us get uh, the podcast visible so we can connect more worship leaders with each other. And and thank you for everybody who has gone to the site and clicked on Join the Collective and and made contact with us. We are doing our best to get back to you in a timely manner, and we really want to connect you, whether you have no idea how to become a worship leader and you need some help or you're a seasoned worship leader and you want to connect with people or maybe you feel like you need to get out on the mission field we want to connect you uh, with people who can walk alongside you and we want to get you out on that field so that you can uh, fulfill your god-given gift as a worship leader again thanks so much for being a part of the church collective and uh, great things to come stay tuned